Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey, everybody, it's Jim Troth and Laura Troth, the office goddess. Hi, everybody. And what we're doing here for, we had an agent ask us the other day, what is it that home inspectors would like to see from the real estate agents? Like what, like maybe like kind of like pet peeves, what, what happens that we don't like to do? What do we need from agents to make the whole in, in inspection and the home buying process smooth. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home Inspections in Ohio.com. All right, Laura. Home inspections, we somebody calls us or they schedule online because we have that 24-7 online yes. ability. They schedule inspection. What we immediately have to do after that is get ac- confirmation and get access. So right. and sometimes that process is not very smooth at no. all. So, and we had agents the other day ask us what would we like to see from other agents and herself and other agents to help that process. So, what thoughts do you have regarding that? What, what's the biggest issue that comes up that just makes it not smooth? Well, how about we go in order of the process and how we do things? So, the first thing we would do would be contact showing time to see about getting approval and then subsequently the code once we get approval. So... Some of the concerns or issues that we've had have been that showing time hasn't been updated with the ability to let us schedule through showing time, or you can only do it online and we can't because showing time won't give us an online account. So that doesn't work, which means then that we need to call the agent directly and sometimes they can be a bit challenging to get a hold of yeah because showtime because we're not agents they will not give us right. access to showing time right completely i guess right and some agents are hard to get hold of yes okay which means that you know if we're in a time crunch because a lot of contracts are you know really short periods of time now like one to three days because we're doing inspections sometimes same day, same day right or, or next day so we're able yes. to do that so that's even more important so that's even more important to get a hold of somebody and sometimes it's just impossible we will literally be calling all day trying to get a hold of someone yep so once you get hold of somebody and they go hey this is proof of this time period our next challenge is to get the access code right correct? yes and i know Home inspectors, all home inspectors hate this. We get to the house. We were given this a seven-digit code because, you know, electronic lockbox is what we're told. But we get there, and it's a combo lock. It's like right. three or four digits. 
or vice versa. Or it's the other way around. They go, no, it's a combination. Get there and it's a CBS code we need. Right. They don't have it. So that's our first frustration is that agents really need to know what lockbox they have on that house and the proper code for it. The most CBS codes I've ever gotten for one order, I think, was six because they had no clue which box was on the house. And so they gave us six CBS codes. Because the agent had no idea what the agent had no idea. So we got out there and we have to put in one code at a time until it works. And you know what happens to that one? That buyer's there. They, the agent does not look good. No. Here we are going through all these codes and they're like, and we're, we're going to, it's not us that doesn't know the code. We're like, hey, this is what we were, we were this given. This is the code we're given. And we, when it's a wrong code, that buyer knows it's the agent that did not know right. their own lockbox. So that's a big issue we have there. That's a big pet peeve of home inspectors that we don't have the, act, the proper access codes. Well, and like that happened this morning. We had um, Century Lock, which is Dayton and Cincinnati area, which, by the way, has been really great up until recently. They integrated or upgraded boxes. So there's different types of Century Locks now. Used to be they just go out there, hit a thumbprint, get in, and it was all good. Yes. But now it appears that you have a code for a certain period of time that you can use to get into that property. And the agent this morning didn't set that up and give that to us. Correct. Well, we had an issue though. What was the other And day? then we couldn't get a hold of her. We couldn't get a hold of her. Yeah. And that's well, and the buyer's agent said, well, the inspection started at eight, nine, nine. And the, we needed help to get in because nobody had the correct code. And the buyer is like, well, I'll, I'll be there at 11. It's two hours into the inspection. No, we, we, that's we, not going to work. If our inspector had another inspection after that, that one agent not knowing their proper code wrecked the whole schedule for the rest of the day, which means yes. we're probably just going to go, well, we're not going to do this inspection now. And we'll have to come if back. This is the only day you guys had to do it. You guys need to get an extension, which just makes more work for the agents because the agent did not know the proper code. Right. So we need that. Another thing is, is prepping the buyer. We don't like it. No, oh no. Well, let me talk about the seller first. Yeah, they let's need, talk the seller first. They need to prep the seller because sometimes we'll get to the house, seller locked the storm door, and the lock box is between the storm door and the regular door. We, so we still can't get, can't get in there. We then. still can't get in. Yeah, the code's good, but we can't get, get well, to the box. And it's not just that. They like backing up again to the first part of the process. They need to let the seller know these are the different options that a buyer can choose. If they get a radon test, for example, there will be two appointments. Um, there will be two appointments that will be scheduled, one for the inspection and the other one for the termite. I'm sorry, the other one for the pickup or the drop off, whichever okay. whichever one is done at that time. So a lot of times we've, we've held off scheduling both together because the seller gets confused and will approve one and cancel the other because they don't realize or they don't read where it says rate on drop or rate on pickup and then inspection. So that would be very helpful also if they explain to a seller, okay, this is the process. These are the kinds of things to look out for to be able to approve and gave them a little more clarity on that. Yep. Yeah. The sellers also don't know what we're going to look at. I've seen attic hatches blocked, motorcycles 
parked underneath pull down attic, you know, stair pull down stairs in the garages. I've seen all kinds of stuff blocked. Foundation in the basement has completely been covered with boxes. And it's great yep. that you got it out of the rest of the house, but the problem is it should be more in the center of the room so that we can get around and look at that foundation because that's a concern for people. Yep. And then also let the seller know this is not an appraisal. We're not in and out in 30 minutes. Right. Usually it's like two and a half to three hours is the normal time amount it takes to inspect a house. Almost no matter how big or small it is. If it's a really big house, yeah, it takes more time, but two hours minimum is how much an inspector should spend in a house. We've had inspectors that have been doing an inspection and someone will pop up on like a ring or something like that and ask why they're still there. And it's only like an hour and a half or two into the inspection. We had a three hour time slot. We're using the whole three hours. Yeah. Yep. So seller not prepped. Nope, seller not prepped. And prepping also goes toward the buyer. The buyer needs to know not every house is perfect, but they also right. need to know that inspector has a sequence. And we've had, I've had agents ask this, and I've had buyers ask this. I go, hey, did you, like, as soon as we're there, they go, hey, did you see that stain upstairs in the bedroom? Like, no, we haven't done the kitchen yet, and that's part of our sequence. Load up in the kitchen, you know, get things, our stuff sitting there exterior, kitchen, and then we got the electrical and the mechanicals, and then we do the interior rooms, and then attic and roof, and then crawl space is the sequence. They're asking about stuff that's not even, we haven't had enough time to even go upstairs yet to do anything. So you let the buyer know there's inspection sequence. Right. Keep us in that sequence. Do not try and pull us off. There will be a time where we'll ask you anything particular of concern of yours, and then you can tell us then, or... We may, we may ask you, you know, partway through what we found so far, and then that's right. a good time to, to tell us. But there's, there's a sequence. And if the buyer is following behind the inspector and asking a lot of questions and trying to pull them away, keep in mind that this is their inspection. They need to let the inspector do their job so they don't miss things for them. And when they're following behind, when they're talking, they're asking a lot of questions or trying to pull them away, that's not good for them. Yeah. And, and inspectors should be going, hey, no, I've not seen that yet. That's not part of my sequence yet. Or right. they say, hold on, give me two minutes to finish this up, and then I'll come find you. Either way is totally fine, but they have to stay in their sequence. Because if you, man, if you make the inspector miss something because you just taking them all over all over the place because you're overly concerned, so worried about the inspection, well, you, sh you, you should have let them inspect. If you're that concerned about the inspection of the house, you should let the inspector alone to get his stuff done and ask him questions when he gives right. you an opportunity. Don't, don't screw him over. Something else that irritates us and every inspector is when the agent is mad at us because we found the problem. Right. We didn't create the problem. Let's make sure we differentiate that. We didn't create... 20 years worth of termite damage. We didn't create a GFCI not working. We didn't create the air conditioner going down and shutting off because we hit a button to turn it on. Those are yeah. all issues that were found in the course of normal operating conditions that oh, didn't yeah. work. Well, we had an inspection the other day. It was like a bay window. Yes. There was a pot or something you know, sitting on top of it like you normally would put a plant there. 
Spectre looked, you know, saw there's new caulking and stains around that. So we moved the little plant thing out of the way. It felt damp, so it took his moisture meter to double check. There was no material behind the paint. Nope. It had all been eaten away by termites. And the agent was mad because, well, because we destroyed the, they, she said we, we, we broke it. I'm like, no. The There's termites, nothing to break. Yeah, there's really no material here at all to break. We we chipped the paint, but I'd rather chip that paint than have a little kid stand up there and fall through the bay window and outside, which we've had before. We've we've had had one before, so torn up and water damaged that that was the issue. But we cannot cause twenty years of neglect and damage in the two hours that we are there. No, we cannot, but, and we should not be blamed for that either. No, that, that just shows the agent that just. I don't know. I, I, there's no explanation to it. And, and the buyer knows, like, yeah, you, there's no way you guys caused that damage. So the, so the agent there looks bad for blaming people for reality. Right. And the thing is that the sellers knew because, once again, it had been recently caulked. But, oh, that window, yes. Yeah, so, oh, the seller knew it was there. So the seller knew it was there. And at what point in time are you not telling your sellers, listen, you should just have taken care of that? Don't try and blame us for it and get us to pay for something that was damaged that you knew and ignored. Correct. And if the, if it comes out that the agent told them, we'll just caulk it, paint it, they won't see it. Dude, why, why should that agent not lose their license for helping to conceal right. uh, an, an issue? So A defect a, or or something that should have been on a disclosure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So th- those are the main things that... Irritate the inspectors. Can you think of anything else that inspectors want from the agents? Other than, dude, you know, just think of your clients. What do you want? We we have agents that will never use us for uh, their buyers, but as soon as they're buying a house themselves or, or their, their kid or their kids are buying a house, then they call us. Yes. To do that inspection. And it's like, dude, why do you have such a double standard? Yeah, you don't want us to. You, you obviously want us, so you think we do an excellent job for inspection, but yet you don't think it's good enough for your clients? To, to me, that's a bad agent. And I think buyer would see that as well. Oh, I would agree. At what point in time should you not receive the same quality of an inspection that your agent or her family or his family gets? Yep. So summary, make sure that showing time listings are correct and accessible. or if date. Yeah, up to date, or if not, and you're the one taking the order, make sure that you are readily accessible or return calls. CBS codes are correct. Make sure Any that you know what your lockbox is and that the code that you give us is correct. Well, here, here's an idea. make all If you have electronic, make all your CBS codes the same. 8675309 is Laura's favorite. Yes, that is. Jenny's number. Yep, Jenny, Jenny. That song there. Use that. There are some agents use all sevens. Yep, I've seen Another that. Another great idea. Or so, their own phone number, like their cell number. Cell number, yep. So Anything like that, that, you know, like, make it easy. You can take that to the board, and the board will rekey that password for you, for that, that CBS code for, for you. For all of your lockboxes. Every and, agent should do that. That'll, make, that'll yep. make the agent's life so much easier. So go, I have no idea what lockbox is here. Here's seven different codes. Figure it out. First of all, the agent yeah. looks bad. They look oh, yeah. disorganized. The buyer's going to know that because we're going to go, well, we got all these seven codes we got to figure out. 
most likely we're not going to get in there on the very first attempt. No. And they'll see us going through this piece of paper, going through this list. So they, they know. Yeah, they do. They, they know who's responsible for not knowing the access code. So other things, prepping the buyer, prepping the, the seller. seller. Don't blame us for damage and neglect because we didn't cause that. No. Over, over the decade. <clears throat> no. I had an agent one time really mad at me because I found a bad found a bad I found a bad foundation and she was and she was just totally mad at me and, and told the receptions at her office and the reception then tells me because that agent threw away our marketing materials. Ugh. Because I cause, cause I because saved the found. I saved the buyer from having this damage that would become completely their responsibility. Right. But she didn't care. She wanted to sell. She knows who she is. Yes, she does. But and then, oh, here's another way. The code, we want the access code fairly soon. Yes. Oh, I have another we, one, too. We had, all right, go ahead. You got another one? Yes. So with the new state law, if you are a buyer's agent, please make sure that your client knows that as soon as they get the agreement from the home inspection company, that it needs signed, especially yes. if it is same day or a next day inspection, because legally now we cannot go out to the inspection unless that is signed. And that is huge. Yep. We cannot get on the property until the agreement is signed. Right. And we had agents the other day did not send us the access <clears throat> code until the morning of the inspection. Despite being bugged, contacted, texted, emailed to, hey, we, we need this code. Nothing. And then, then when we called them that morning, like, why? Well, email emailed it to you. Why? Well, you email it to the office. The individual inspector does not, does not get all those emails. There's too many emails for them to go through. The schedule, right. office to schedule things. So, you know, get us a code at least the day before. Don't wait to the early right. that morning. Cause, cause if the, if we don't have the access code and we don't have a signed agreement also, we're not going. We should not go out. <clears throat> Because we don't want to go out there and just sit there in the street because we can't get on the property until the agreement is signed at least. Right. And there's no, uh, we make it so easy to give us codes. You can do it by email. You can do it by text. You can even call our number. We have a 24-7 call center that you can give them the CBS code and they can put it right into the order. We make it so easy to be able to get this information. There's, there's no there's no excuse, no excuse to not have not it. Do what you need to. And so. get it done rapidly. Yep. All right. I think that's about you. Think of anything else? Nope. That was it. All right. So agents, those are things you can do to home inspectors so they like you more. And like make our life you. easier. Yes. <laughs> we, every, occasionally, we will have a home buyer ask us, hey, what agent do you like? And it's like, well. <laughs> we have a list. <laughs> give, give us your list of the ones you're considering, and we will tell you which one we would probably take off the list. So treat your spectral well. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroth.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.